You're listening to the Capital Minute, where we are teaching citizens about God and government minutes at a time. This is the third episode where Reverend Gawther is addressing politically puzzling questions and sharing his applied knowledge from decades as a minister and 13 years ministering in the Nebraska unicameral, Washington, D.C., and 33 state capitals nationwide. So, Perry, the question this episode is, should we look at politics from a religious or faith-based perspective when it is based on secular principles? That is really an interesting question. I would say, first of all, my first gut reaction is not really, not really. To put the religious against the secular, if that's what the listener has in mind, is really a false distinction. Um, There is no secular for the Christian. There is no area of life that is exempt from God's word, his light, his revelation. He is to give us abundant life, and we are to be students of his every word. The Great Commission says that Disciples are to obey everything he commanded, and that would include the entire Bible, not just the New Testament, but all the fullness of ethic, of life, godliness, ethics for culture, including governmental law. These things are sacred, really. There really is no secular for the Christian. Now, unfortunately, there are some pastors who say, well, we don't get political. And really what they mean by that is we're staying out of it totally. They somehow think that's like, like politics is dirty. One pastor in Minnesota said that, that Satan is the CEO of every civil government. That's ridiculous. And though Satan is God of this world and he can affect political leaders for the worse and politics can get very dirty. I think Christ called us in the world to be light and salt and helpers and healers of anything that is dirty. So there really is no secular for the Christian, and that should include the governmental realm. Secular, the word, actually comes from the Latin secularis, which means related to a period of time. So a secularist says that this is all there is. You know, the right now, if it's going to be, it's up to me. I mean, I'm dropping in the grave and there's nothing after that. And before my funeral, there's no windows in my upper story. There's no sun from heaven. There's no theological light. There are no heavenly rays, says the secularist. His shoes or her shoes are nailed to the floor. Well, that's the hopelessness. Of secularism, but you know what, Nate? It's interesting because secular humanism is actually a religion. I didn't bring the court case with me, but the the Supreme Court has declared that secular humanism is a religion. Now they don't like that because they want to say they're they're non-theistic. Well, you don't have to be theistic to be religious. Religion means you just put something very high. And the secular humanist puts time and his own humanity very, very high. And so often in this day and age, with perverted science and philosophy, their own thinking processes are supreme, and science is supreme. So to distinguish religion from politics and calling politics secular is a non-necessary distinction. 
in fact, the secularist is religious. So the last thing I would say on that is that the United States Supreme Court actually declared in 1892 that America is indeed a Christian nation. Now, that was 122 years ago, but the Supreme Court actually declared in the case of Church of the Holy Trinity versus United States that America was a Christian nation. So this idea that our United States government, especially now for you listening overseas, had a message from someone in Latin America this morning saying, tell the Christians we are salt and light, get out and vote. And uh, the eyes of people around the world really care what America does. Now, America has as its base a Christian foundation. And so, again, this is not a secular nation. This nation has Christianity at its roots. Another thought, Nate, is that calling government secular is the heir of what I would call two-kingdom theology. And what I mean by that is there's a theology out there that says the civil governments of the world and the human kingdoms of life and governance have nothing to do with Christ and his kingdom. Now, while they're distinct, that's a ridiculous statement. Again, as I shared from Dr. Tony Evans, the world is really a theocracy because God has declared he is in charge. And so his principles should affect every government of every nation. He wants it to be that way. And yet the nations are in rebellion. But we don't want to have a two-kingdom theology which says, well, well, God's kingdom is totally separate. It must stay and be separate. No, 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 no. No, God's people and anything they do and anything they're called to should be salt and light penetrating the rest of the culture. In the Lord's Prayer, the Lord taught the disciples to pray, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I would wrap up my thoughts regarding religion versus secular views of government with this question, really, for our listener. It might be an issue of terms because they are saying that government is secular-based, and I disagree, um, especially in America. What I wonder if the listener really means is that government is societal, that it's to affect the whole world, that all people, even irreligious people, are to be governed over. And of course, I'm a Christian minister, but um, of course, I would agree and believe that government should rule over people of every faith and of those of no faith. So really, it's government is a societal thing, but it's designed by God. Romans 13.1, there is no governing authority except as has been ordained by God. So if they mean by secular that it's global, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. But it's God's idea, and government is a very good idea that God came up with. It is society-wide. So do we care for the secularist? Yes and no. <laughs> I'll end this way. Yes, we care for them, their welfare, that they would be governed well. We love our neighbor. We hope the very best for their life, their health, their prosperity. Yes, we care for the secularist. But does the Christian care about the secularists? No, not in the sense that we get our answers from them, from these time-bound men who say there is no God. 
The Psalms say the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. So I hope that gives a little bit of perspective of a Christian and religious view on government. It is not secular, although our country continues to slide into the hopeless morass of secularism. There is no hope in mere humanity apart from Creator God and the Lord Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, who, by the way, is the King of Kings. Thank you, Reverend Gauthier. And if you, as the listener, have politically puzzling questions, please send them to us by emailing Angela at CapitalStudies.org. We pray that these question and answer episodes have been beneficial for your faith walk, and we look forward to doing them every six episodes. So please send us your questions to Angela at CapitalStudies.org.